Hey, my stay-at-home mamas who are military spouses, welcome to the Spouse Strong Mama podcast. I just want to let you know that this episode was supposed to be posted yesterday, but unfortunately, I forgot to press publish yesterday. So yesterday was Wednesday, um, the 2nd of February. So this podcast is your bonus Wednesday, and I cannot wait for you to hear it. And if you really like these bonus Wednesdays, you can you do me a favor? Can you go ahead and tell me whether or not you want me to continue to do these, or if they're not helpful? Um, just let me know. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome to the Spell Strong Mama podcast. I'm your host, Crystal. This is where faith-led stay-at-home mamas who are military spouses are supported through spiritual growth tools, setting boundaries, and prioritizing their time to become organized in their household by pursuing God with purpose and mind. I hope that this episode inspires you, empowers you, and blesses you today. So go ahead and grab that cup of coffee, have a seat on the couch, and let's see what God has in store for you. Hey, my faith-led stay-at-home mamas who are also military spouses. I'm so glad you're here right now because I have a bonus for you. And I am going to take a poll at the end of this episode. If you could just let me know if you enjoyed this bonus or not. Because I think I'm going to do bonus Wednesdays and give you some um, bonus tips and stuff. So in the last episode, we talked about uh, discipline. And I want to give you seven steps to do today for you to help you find more discipline in your life. And so we're going to start with step number one. And this is all about um, a disciplined mindset. So this is my disciplined mindset bonus for you today. And so this is all about having a mindset on how you can be more disciplined in your life. And one of those things is to adopt some of these key mindsets um, in adopting to become more disciplined. Um, so I'm going to go over some key mindsets to help you adopt to become more disciplined in your life. And so one of these is that I like to think of discipline as like a mental muscle. So we stress it. We challenge it. We put pressure on it. So like when you go to the gym, you put pressure on yourself to go to the gym. So these are very mental muscle types of disciplines. Just That's just discipline altogether, right? <clears throat> but here's the thing. When we challenge, we have a challenging, dis like we want to be disciplined, it challenges us and it puts pressure on us and stress on us. And so we start to run away from those difficult things, which is my next um, key mindset, is that the more you run away from those difficult things, the weaker your discipline becomes. So then you lose fear, you start, stop viewing the hassles, like things like, I hate to do these things, like chores, maybe laundry, um, running errands, you might hate to do those things. And so your mind automatically goes to not doing those things. So the more you give in, the weaker you become and the harder the task or situation becomes. So 
when you tell yourself that I'm not going to do, I don't like laundry, you're telling yourself that I hate laundry and you're not going to do it. You're not going to feel motivated to do it. So it's more of a mindset than anything. And so the more, and here's the other flip side to it. So the more you do the things, right, the better you'll get at them. So let's say you have a hard time with laundry. Well, if you make it a habit to, or make it a disciplined habit to restart the laundry every single day, the more you do it, the better you get at it. The more you have a better, you have a positive mindset on laundry. Like, oh, laundry is not so bad. I don't have to wait till the weekend to do it all. Um, so the more you do something, the less intimidated it becomes. It doesn't intimidate you so much. It doesn't like, it doesn't make you feel like you just, it's daunting, right? And the more you also do something, it becomes a part of your routine. So it just becomes a part of who you are. And then you're able to connect the dots. So when you don't restart laundry, you know that you're going to have to do laundry all weekend long. And that's just not something any of us likes to do. So you kind of connect the dots and you're able to see the patterns in what you are doing and what you're not doing. Um, and then you become competent and then you, it produces confidence. Um, you may not be all that um, confident about certain things right now. Like you might not have confidence in like, I don't know, cooking or something. Like if you want to learn how to cook, you might not become confident, but you have to continue to do them to master them. Um, the more competent you become, the more confident you become. So you, so if you learn, if you learn how to cook, you do it by practice, you do it more often and you master it, then you become confident in your work. You become confident in cooking. Um, the more confident you become, the more you try and the more you, the more you become more confident you become, which leads to more confidence and on and on and on, right? So with the more confident you are in something because you pushed yourself to do it more and more and more, the more confidence you are able to gain. And then this is, you know, the thing, you just need to start. You need to start somewhere. And so when you start somewhere, just start with small steps. Um, and then build, this is where you build momentum. So momentum is you, you it's totally on your side, right? It is totally on your side. You'll even like become to a, you'll even come to a place where it becomes harder for you to stop. And then when you do stop, it's harder for you to start again. Um, but once you push past that and you keep pushing past that, you won't ever want to stop. And then it becomes part of your routine. And then it becomes part of who you are. Um, it becomes a part of your identity. So let's go over that again. Discipline is like a me my mental muscle, right? We put pressure on it. We put pressure on ourselves to do the things that we got to do. Then the more we run away from those difficult things that we have to do, the weaker our discipline becomes. And the more we do the things that we have to do and we get better at them, the less it feels like it's overwhelming, right? Um, and then it just becomes part of your routine. And then you're able to see where you connect the dots if you don't do it. 
Um, and then you become competent. When you become competent and you continue to do it, you master things, and then you be you have confidence in what you're doing. You just really need to start now. Start today, right? And then that's when you build the momentum. You start to build it, and then it becomes to a point where it's hard to even stop sometimes. So, and then it just becomes a part of you. So let's go to step two. Um, step two is build discipline using the things you're already doing. Just build the things that you're already doing. Build upon the things that you're already doing. If you work outside the home or in the home, meeting deadlines, maybe it's, you know, just pulling out dinner for that, for the morning of, because you already know that you're going to be cooking, right? So pull out dinner the, the morning of. If you work from home, meeting those deadlines with clients or whatever, um, or if you work outside the house, meeting the deadlines and meetings um, and committing to those meetings. Then putting in the work, making sure you're committing to more output and then committing to more work if you have to do more work and then hitting that quality guideline. So like for stay-at-home moms, it's different because we are committed to making sure our kids get fed, get dressed, making sure the house is clean. And so like just doing that and understanding the mindset that it's going to be okay if some days you don't do it, but being able to just make sure everything in your day is going smoothly. Um, sometimes it doesn't happen because you know we're moms and kids are crazy. So <laughs> kids are driving crazy. They're going to be running around doing whatever, especially when you have smaller kids. It's really, really hard to wrangle them up. But I want you to know that it's okay. Take a breath. Slow down for a minute. Everything will be fine. You just need to take it a day at a time. And just realize that when you're building discipline, you're already doing these things. So build upon the things that you're already doing. Um, and then give yourself consequences for the things that do go wrong. So sometimes at the beginning, you're gonna find that it's hard to push past that. You know, let's say you are trying to save money um, and last month you spent too much money. So maybe you're gonna give yourself a consequence of reducing your budget for the next month. So something like that would be like a, a consequence for yourself. Um, don't be hard on yourself. Okay, so step three, build discipline by challenging yourself in intentionally. So challenge yourself intentionally, like do a challenge, ha find someone you could do a challenge with. Maybe it's just waking up early, like waking up an hour before you actually, your kids get up and doing something for yourself. Or maybe it's, you know, parking further away from the grocery store so you can get your steps in. Or maybe it's, you know, reducing your snack, snacking throughout the day because you're stressed out and, you know, you might, because you're a stay-at-home mom, you might be stressed out. So maybe it's just reducing your snacks. Um, maybe switching from junk snacks to healthy snacks. Um, so those are some ways that you can commit to something and challenge yourself. Also commit to to a re reading a certain amount of books, maybe. Like maybe... Once a month, you read a new book. 
or you listen to a new podcast or you listen to a new book on Audible. So like find something that's going to challenge you, but it's also going to challenge you, but also going to benefit you. Um, build discipline through daily opportunities. So opportunities. So what I mean by opportunities is like, let's say you are wanting to practice, um, like finding opportunities to practice discipline. Like let's say you, um, need to practice patience. So waiting in line might be something that you would practically like be able to apply patience to. Right. Or maybe, um, let's say you want to, I don't know, like maybe if you are working on patience, but maybe you're also working on, um, not getting angry. So maybe like putting yourself in situations that would make you angry, but then, and this is where my next step comes in, discovering coping mechanisms to help you not get angry. Um, that could be just like reading some scriptures, you know, maybe even like for working out or in the gym or something, like maybe if you feel like you want to make an opportunity to go to the gym, maybe you'll read while you're working out, maybe playing mind games while you're running. Um, even like making your task list throughout the day as something fun to do, like make it a game, like how many tasks can I get done in the day and how can I reward myself afterwards? Um, and then sometimes, yeah, looking at the bright side when dealing with difficult people, just celebrate what's great about them instead of always harping on what's so negative about them. Like, you know what, what's great about them? Cause that might be something that you have a hard time with being around certain toxic people and you don't know even to find the slightest good in somebody. Um, but if we always constantly look for the negative, it's going to be there. Right. So let's look for the positive and the good in people. Um, I think that's always a great thing to have. And then you could find identity, identity, you can identify the times you want to quit. So you make a, so let's say you say, I'm going to quit doing this on this day or today or tomorrow. And you just kind of go through and you figure out the patterns of how you can quit. And then you just kind of like counteract them like, oh, well, you know what? I could quit doing this here. I did quit doing this here. So now instead of doing it, doing this, I could do that. So step five, track and monitor your personal discipline um, in a discipline journal. So I think this is really cool. And maybe I'll, I don't know, maybe I'll, there's a really cool journal that I want to share with you. And I probably will share within the resources here is that it's, it's a discipline journal, a personal discipline journal where you could track and monitor. Um, so start at a low goal. Don't overthink it. Don't over stretch it. Don't make it bigger than what it needs to be. Start somewhere small. Okay, and then you can scale up. So you can scale up to bigger things and build that routine and build the momentum. Um, step six, scale up systematically. So what I mean, scale up systematically, I scale up, um, you can either scale up intensity. So with your workouts, um, skipping certain foods. So let me say like 
you decide to eat healthy five, six days out of the week, and then you have one cheat day. So scaling up like that or increasing your reading difficulty. Maybe you read a, an academic article instead of a book, you know, or <clears throat> so, or you could scale up with volume, which if you are like a writer or something, or like you're writing a book, you can increase your word count. Um, you could spend time with people who you not particularly would spend time with, but if you're trying to deal with and resolve certain issues with people, maybe spending more time with them and finding the good in them. Like if you're trying to figure out and have discipline of finding the good in people, spending time with people that you don't particularly spend time with, that might be a good way for you to kind of scale up the volume for discipline. Um, scale up the scheduling. And I'm, I'm trying not to go over, so... Scaling up the scheduling is you, um, when you use uh, use narrow windows to cheat. So you can increase your patience and discipline by con constantly challenging them. So if you have a hard time waiting in line in the grocery store, maybe do more time waiting in the line. Like, you know how sometimes you go to the store and you go to the check the self-checkout and you just, because you want to get through it, right? Especially when you have kids and you're taking your kids to the store with you and especially with a toddler, it's really, really difficult. And so like you kind of just try to get through the self-checkout without going to the actual line that's longer than the self-checkout. Um, and if you're trying to deal with patience, put yourself in a situation where you have all the kids, all the toddlers. I know this sounds really, really crazy. And you're probably like, why? Like, why would I do that to myself? <laughs> like, why would I do that to myself? But seriously, like, Put yourself in situations where you have to exhibit the discipline of patience. So I call it exposure discipline, <laughs> exposure discipline, um, and literally putting yourself in uncomfortable positions so that you can hone in the patience that God has given you to be able to breathe and pray and ask God for the patience beforehand and, you know, be able to exhibit patience. So if you are working on patience and you want to be disciplined about being more patient with people and your kids, put yourself in situations that will cause you to not want to be patient. Um, and that's what I mean by narrowing the windows to, to cheat, pretty much. Um, you're in step seven. This is definitely something that I want to let you guys know is that expect setbacks. They will happen. Don't give up once you fall back. Don't give yourself an excuse to indulge yourself. Focus on getting back to the program. Focus on reducing the time you take snapping back. So meaning like don't focus on, don't take your time and letting time pass for you not to get back into it. Um, Get used to snapping back until it becomes second nature. This is totally, totally important. You're going to fail. I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have setbacks and that's okay. It'll happen. But remember, every setback helps you become stronger in the next ordeal that you have to deal with. So let's say you, let's say like you're working on patience and you, you want to have discipline on patience 
and you go out in public with your kids and they're just driving you absolutely up the wall and you literally lose your, your patience. Let's just say you lose your patience and you start yelling at your kids in the middle of the store. Take a deep breath. It's okay. Like I'm telling you right now, it's okay. I've done it several times in the store. It, it can be embarrassing. You might feel frustrated. And so this is where a setback, this would be a setback, right? I want you to just breathe and realize that it's okay. And that to not be so hard on yourself. Yeah, you yelled at your kids. Everybody probably heard you. Everybody has their breaking points. And I want you to know that it's okay to have those breaking points. But remember, just because you yell that one time does not set you back to the person that you used to be. Okay? So it doesn't set you back to the person that you used to be. Just like when you cheat on your diet, it doesn't set you back 10 pounds. I mean, it might. But, you know, like you can get those 10 pounds gone if you get back into it. Snap back to it. So get used to snapping back. You lose any negative emotions associated with it. So get used to it. You'll lose all that negative associations with it. And it'll get better with time. So there are my seven steps of how you can have a disciplined mind. Um, this is my disciplined mindset bonus. I really hope it helped you. And if you really like these little Wednesday bonuses, let me know. Um, I'm going to put a poll in the episode and I will go ahead and give this, give this little template to you. If you just go to our Facebook community, this template will be in that, um, underneath our bonus Wednesdays. And so you'll get a template with the bonus Wednesday and use this to your advantage. And I'm going to give you little examples. And then I'm also going to give you probably some scriptures to put underneath it. But use this to your advantage. This will truly, truly help you. And if this has helped you in any way, please go ahead and write a review so that this podcast can be seen and other people can be reached because I want to be able to bless other people. And so, yeah, just go ahead and write your review. Let me know what you think. And let me know if you guys want to hear more of these bonus Wednesdays. And yeah, until next time, guys, have a great day. Bye. Hey, Mama. Thank you for listening to this episode today. It was truly amazing. I hope this episode inspired, empowered, and blessed you in some way. Could you do me a favor? If this podcast has helped you or blessed you in some way, could you go ahead and write a review for me? And if you want to stay connected and updated to other episodes coming up, you can go ahead and follow this podcast. And and if you also have a struggle story that you want to share, or maybe you have a topic suggestion, you can totally email me at spousestrongmama at gmail.com. Also, if you are looking for a place to hang out, support your community and accountability group outside this podcast, you should join our Facebook group called Pursuing God with Purpose Spouse Strong. The link will be in the descriptions. There you'll find great resources and yes, freebies to each episode, including templates of how to establish a daily routine with God and so much great stuff. So go ahead and head on over and join our community. I can't wait to hang out with you soon.